Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. See, that's the fast version. You slow, and then you go fast. You got to get the slow <laughs> snap. You look like a zombie starting out there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so, 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 okay, here we go. We got to get to these because, I, I mean, yesterday was crazy because it was like 100 text messages. I didn't get to a bunch of them. So I want to do that today. Tan Hilker says, Casey just needs a better line. I think he's the best quarterback we've had in a while. I'm going to agree with that. You protect him. I think he's a pretty doggone good quarterback. Uh, 5683 says, our new strength coach looks like he'll run through a brick wall. Our old one looks like he doesn't run into anything but a Krispy Kreme donut. (laughs) Come on. Hey. Be nice. I'll be setting the captain up to be reading that stuff. (laughs) We're, We're being nice. It does. Okay. It does help that the guy looks the part, though, right? A strength and conditioning coach. You feel like you know he's asking you to do something, then you know he could do it. Mm. Joe Backmeyer says, "VJ, what do you think about the offensive coordinator hire?" Um, I, it remains to be seen. But the jury's still out. Again, I don't. I don't care what a person says. You know, it to me, it's all about what they do and if they do what they say they're going to do then i respect that if you don't do what you say you're going to do i don't respect that so you know we haven't had a chance to hear from him see what his philosophy is what's his goals what's his mindset you know i think we got to give him an opportunity to hear from him and see what he says like we heard from from matt rule what he wanted now the proof is going to be in the pudding if that's just what you said you wanted to do Guess what? We'll see it in the spring. We'll see the, the the progress of what you said you wanted to do because obviously, if they gave you nine meals, then you know you have a you have a plan already in place. If I know Trev, I know Matt Rule has to have a plan of attack, and he had to be able to say, "Hey, this is my plan for Nebraska football." Probably had to come up with an eight year plan. A lot of money. A lot of moolah. You know what I'm I'm somewhat interested in is because I haven't seen the name Phil Snow come up, and Phil Snow has been Matt Rule's defensive coordinator at every stop. I you know mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's you know it, all I'm saying is perhaps Phil Snow played a pretty critical role in helping Matt Rule establish his name because he's been there the whole way. So uh, I guess if, if when they hired Matt Rule, I figured Phil Snow would be right, right along, but I, I haven't seen that. You know, there's been other talks about other defensive coordinators, and 
you know, I don't know how, how it went wrong. Maybe they had a disagreement in, in Carolina. Maybe there's just, you know, differences in where they want to go with their career. But, you know, sometimes the, the, that coordinator gets so tied to the coach that it, it, it's almost part of the resume. And without him, you know, am, am I looking at Phil Snow defenses or am I looking at uh, Matt Rule defenses when you're trying to break down what's coming up next? Mm. I, again, I, I would imagine, again, you like to have the guys that you like. If I'm building a team, I'm going to get the guys that I know can help me where I, I can, if they tell me that they're going to do X, coach the linebackers, I don't really have to do anything. They're going to coach the linebackers the way the scheme says coach the linebackers. So you can't do that until you get a defensive coordinator. Well, I would imagine that in, in, in the next few days, we'll know who the defensive coordinator is. We'll know in the next couple of days how this staff is going to shape up and shape out. And uh, I'm interested to see that because I think that's going to be the most important piece uh, to the puzzle of Nebraska becoming back to relevance and not just, come on, come on, you're almost there. You're almost, oh, dang, try it again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I want to thank too, being the CEO. I think those assistants are, are very, very important hires. By the way, uh, not so fun fact that you might want to know about Phil Snow, who was, who again was the the defensive coordinator um, with uh, Matt Rule this whole time. Uh, he actually had some su- success against you. Phil Snow did uh, VJ. Why? He was the Arizona State defensive coordinator uh, from '95 to 2000. Oh my gosh! Now that you say that, that's crazy. You mean the, you mean the, you mean the nineteen ninety six defensive coordinator? He was, yeah, he was with all too. with all the fumbles and stuff. Oh yeah, that was, really? Yep. Oh, he might be no. making his way to Lincoln. Oh no. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just saying. Anyway, Isaiah says this. You need to win early so you don't start get, start getting dismissed by recruits for being just another bad coach at Nebraska. Plus, we aren't paying $9 million for losses. Chop, chop. That's what I'm saying. Do you think we can be 1 in 10 or 3 in anything and that that be cool? Well, did you see that his, uh, his $9 million salary, that's per year, but it's not just like a base and it's just going to stay that way, so it's going to build up. He's going to start at like six and a half, and then by the end of his contracts, he's going to be at like 12. Um, so, yeah, year one, you're not paying nine. <laughs> well, that's cool, no? If, if that makes me feel a little bit better. A little bit, but you're still paying six yeah. and a half for a losing season. You don't want that either. That's what, regardless, listen, yeah. the whole life of the contract is the life of the contract, and whatever he's getting guaranteed, he's getting guaranteed. Here's my thing I agree with Isaiah. We're not paying for a three and six season. We're not because in my heart of hearts, I know Mickey ain't going to get the job. We know that. But if he ain't gotten the job, there's no way we go. We have a losing season next year. So I'm looking for better than a losing season. I'm not drinking, drinking a Kool-Aid though, but I am looking for a better season than a losing season. A losing season to me is a lateral move. It, it is to me. If you, if you lose against these same bums we lost to last year, who, by the way, all those games that we were saying, oh, he got a six-year senior, fifth-year senior, seventh-year senior. All those guys, guess where they're at? Gandhi. Hey, make sure you go to YouTube and and uh, kill whoever the heck this okay. clown is on, on the YouTube. Clowning with the people. 
Come on, man. Don't be messing with the captain's country out there. What's wrong with you? Okay. You really think Mickey's going to stay? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You know, I can speculate all I want to. I can say what I think, but no one wants to hear what I think. My, my, My first mind is for Nebraska, and I think that Nebraska needs Mickey Joseph. I think Mickey Joseph needs Nebraska, and I think we should pay him for what he did and for what he's going to do moving forward. I think he makes, uh, he makes Matt rule and, 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 and his football team stronger. And, and I don't think there's going to be a mutiny with him staying. I think all that to do is just put the respect level for what we're trying to do. If, if you believe that Matt rule is the guy and we believe that Mickey did a great job and he is the guy, he's just not the guy at the time to be the head coach. Okay, but he's the guy that can stand next to the head coach to get the ship righted in the right direction. So um, we saw. I hope that. Uh, hmm? I was just say we saw Auburn and Arizona State also are keeping their interim coaches. They've hired new coaches. They decided to keep their interim coaches. So um, it wouldn't be you know something outside outside normal for what's going on so far this this offseason. I think it would be like you said. I mean, he's just got such a great future uh, that maybe the timing's not right right now trev even spoke on it was kind of just saying you know maybe we need kind of an established proven program builder is what he was looking for um but down the line you just want to you definitely want to keep mickey joseph on you know in favorable terms yeah i th- i i i think so i think him and bill bush both i think could could help this they did being thrown into the water and never having the opportunity really to to, to do it at that level you know, it, it, you got to take your hat off to them uh, for the job that they did, and I hope they are retained. Uh, but if not, you know, it is what it is. Um, like, what do they say? Next man up. <laughs> VJ, this is Tyler. It's time. What are your initial thoughts on the rule hire? Take Mickey out of the equation if you can. I think my initial thoughts – uh, when he hired Rule was, um, it looked like a Callahan hire to me, based on his record. Now, has he built? Absolutely, but I'm I'm just talking overall record, and um, but that don't necessarily mean that he's not a winner. And then I begin to do research on him, and I begin to listen to him a little bit, and I begin to say, hmm, some of the things he's saying is good. Um, I. Again, I mean, it is what it is. I, aside from Mickey, I really wasn't thinking anybody. So, you know, it, it was what it was, and it is what it is. And now Coach Rule's going to have to do what four other coaches technically couldn't do. So, you know, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's as the hardest fix as people think it is. It's not that hard, okay? It's not. It's not going to be that hard. Because if it was, Mickey wouldn't have been successful at all. He would have lost all the games that he played. We wouldn't have beat Iowa. None of that. Right? Yeah, I don't think the okay. turnaround's a huge. Um, again, all I can say, all I can continue to think, though, is that, that you look at Matt Rule's resume, and that's a struggle in year one. So I'm sure they didn't plan on that going into the, either of those years either. I agree with you where he's picking up. If they, Especially if they bring back Mickey Joseph and Casey Thompson. This was a young roster altogether. You don't lose too many seniors. It should it should transition smoothly 
and then be able to, you know, add one or two wins, you're in a bowl game. Yeah, but 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 listen, Bach, you cannot, you cannot do what we did in this situation and lose in year one and it'd be okay. Period. Roger, you're on the captain's show. What say you, my friend? Still there, Roger? Roger? Yep, yep. So I've got a question. I, I want to be clear. I don't dislike Mickey Joseph before I say this, but I do not understand the overhype. seems like most of the people that don't like to hire because they're upset he didn't get the job. And I don't mm-hmm. understand what in-game coaching that they saw that was like, oh, wow. We, this guy deserves to be a head coach of a big-time program right now. I, I just don't understand that perspective. The other thing I don't understand is he's been here, what, 10 months? And I know he was a player here and all that good stuff. Again, I'm not bashing the guy, but I just don't understand where this narrative came from, that we can't survive without him. If the guy wants to be a head coach and he has an opportunity to go do it, and that's what he decides to do, why wouldn't we wish him the best in doing so? And if he's not ready to assume whatever position Coach Rule has for him, why would we? Why would anybody take that risk? And why would that be such an assumption? And then, we, you know, I've heard you say multiple times, what you do, not what you say, which is fine. I, I agree with you. Well, he said he's an honest guy. I have no reason to believe otherwise. And he's going to do what's best for the university. So would he not? Why would he not look those guys in the eye and say, you need to be here and you need to do a great job and you need to keep working instead of seeing a free-for-all exodus if he decides there's a better opportunity for him somewhere else? I don't, I don't understand that perspective. Help me understand. All right. Thanks for the call, Roger. Let's take 10 seconds for station ID before we get VJ's response. Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. Well, Roger, I, I, I think um, when you look at the fact that Scotty had this team for umpteen years and never took us to one bowl game and never had a winning record, um, and then, and I'm not saying that Mickey did a great job, but I know football, and I know when Scott came, and I know when Raleigh was here, and I, I went to games. I was on the sideline and behind the scenes and all that stuff, and I know that our boys didn't play inspired football like their brothers before them. And I'm not talking about just the '90s guys. I'm talking about the guys in the 2000s. I'm talking about the guys in the 80s. I'm talking about the guys in the 70s. Shoot. All the Vanny's guys. So I think uh, Mickey Joseph staying here based on the fact that you didn't, you haven't gotten a recruit out of Omaha and I don't know when. And the one you did, the ones you do get don't pan out. So obviously if other teams see value in Omaha players, Mickey rebuilt that relationship. That's huge to me. He rebuilt the relationship with high school coaches. That's huge because there was none from the previous establishments. And I'm a, I'll go back to Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini did a decent job recruiting Omaha, but not a great job because I can I can name a list of guys. So I, I think uh, um, you know, Roger. I think I think that I think 
whether with or without Mickey, um, the program's going to move forward. I think we're better with him than without him. If he has an opportunity, I think Mickey's got to look, look at what's best for him and his family. And if he's staying at Nebraska, guess what? They'll work a deal out. They'll pay the man for what he's worth because that's what he's worth. If Rule's worth $9 million, certainly Mickey's worth at least a mil, mil five. That's just me talking. I don't have no text to write, though. <laughs> play, my, play my music and let's throw it to break, Bob. Jeez. Uh, listen. Ty Stoles, now it takes B. Chris Luffy, Zach from Sioux City, Cadova guy, Wet Blanket, Dirt, uh, Tom's cousin Rich. <laughs> All of y'all will get y'all after the break. Master bass lines of Raphael Sadiq, lyrical mastermind of genius. So don't snooze, no missions impossible. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.